So namaste everyone, it is July and welcome to join the Ayurveda online today. And just like what I said that I'm so happy to be able to meet different practitioner, Ayurvedic practitioner around the world that they would like to share their experience of their study, their research, and also their work. And also to tell us what they feel that Ayurveda could help in their field. And also um, how they see Ayurveda's future that can be used and in their life and also to help people. So today I'm very happy that we have um, Nancy joining us from New York. She is currently working as a director of the uh, repertoire of American Ballet Theater. And so good morning, Nancy. Good morning, July. Namaste. Yeah, namaste. It is so nice to see you today. Um, Nancy is my classmates as well now at this moment in my Ayurvedic doctor group uh, program and we are both students of Kelala Ayurveda Academy in USA and uh, Nancy as I know that um, you also study you start your journey how do you how did you actually start your journey in Ayurveda mm. yeah it's a it's a actually kind of been a life journey um, that got me to the place where I'm at right now. When I was a child studying to be a ballerina, um, I had a teacher that introduced me to Hatha Yoga at age 10. And still, even in that time period, started to teach me a little bit more about how to take care of the body naturally with ways of eating and um, pranayama techniques, Hatha Yoga techniques, meditation techniques. And as I kept developing, um, I kept searching for natural way of taking care of the body since I was using my body constantly. And I also came from a family background where I had an ill father um, who was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease when I was a child. So I, I was witnessing from a very young age the effects that allopathic medicine has on the body. And basically for 20 years, I watched my father deteriorate with this really, really difficult disease that they didn't know very much about in that time. Um, and so the combination of having illness in growing up and then needing to take care of my body because that was the instrument I needed to use for my career and my profession there was this insatiable search for a better way, a more natural way of um, uh, dealing with illness, dealing with uh, imbalances and dealing with maintaining health. And then uh, later on to go fast forward, I met my Satguru um, in 1999 after a trip to India. Uh, Swami Vidhidishananda, and I was initiated into the Kriya Yoga uh, meditation uh, route. And it was really there with Swami Vidhidishananda that I heard of and learned about Ayurveda for the first time. And he always taught Ayurveda together with the yoga practices that we were learning, so the two sister sciences together. Later on, again, fast forwarding, um, my oldest brother, who I was very, very close to um, my whole life, was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer. 
And because I had a whole life of uh, researching and following a holistic path, he came to me and asked me to help him find an alternative way to deal with his cancer. And I came across an oncologist here in New York that actually incorporated Ayurveda with oncology. So it was my first experience to see in the normal world, not the ballet world or not the yogic world, how Ayurveda was being applied. And it was transformative for my brother. They gave my brother a prognosis of two months and his life was prolonged after a stage four diagnosis, seven years. Um, with quality of life. And I really do believe that uh, the Ayurvedic approach in conjunction with what he was doing with his oncologist was what really, really gave him a, a healing journey that was transformative as a human being, spiritually, physically. It gave him more quality time with us um, and it was really there that the, the desire to learn more about this ancient art, ancient science um, was instilled in me because I saw how powerful and what this, the effects were. Um, and then in 2018, uh, my closest friend who brought me to my guru was diagnosed with cancer. And when she passed, two days later, I signed up at Kerala Ayurveda to start studying because I knew there's a better way of dealing with these serious illnesses, but also to maintain uh, health in a healthy person. I just didn't have that knowledge. And joining Kerala Ayurveda was uh, the most incredible thing that I've done in my life so far, actually. Yeah. I see. That's but what I brought me to Kerala Ayurveda and what brought me to really uh, wanting to study it and learn more about it and know the details of the uh, science. Yeah, yeah. And according to what I know in America, actually you have quite a lot of choices regarding uh, study Ayurveda. And I wonder that for what reason in the end you land in Kerala Ayurveda instead of other schools? That's a, a fantastic question because I actually... Um, was searching for um, the most authentic way to study this science. I've been learning a very authentic way of um, approaching yoga with my guru, who's from the Himalayas. And so I knew that there was an authentic and an in-depth way of studying Ayurveda. And I wanted to get that knowledge from the source from the original way it was taught and from people that had not secondhand, thirdhand information, but firsthand learning, practice, experience. And um, I went to the um, National Ayurvedic Medical Association website and I literally clicked on every single school that existed in the United States. And of course, Dr. Lod's school was there but it was impossible for me to leave my family, leave my job, leave New York um, to go study with him, even though I knew what a, uh, an amazing teacher uh, he is and how much knowledge he has and how authentic he is. Kerala Ayurveda had the curriculum, had the experienced Vaidyas, Dr. Kotikanath, who's our teacher is 
an extremely enlightened teacher, extremely experienced, very nurturing, has an amazing way of transferring the information that makes it palpable, easy to understand, inspirational, motivational. And there was a whole team of teachers with similar background and similar experience. And I just thought, and then with the way that they um, presented the curriculum, I saw that they were working from the ancient classical texts. I saw that they were using Sanskrit and teaching Sanskrit in conjunction with the courses. I saw the structure of the courses and this cap incredible capability, they were doing it way before the pandemic of being able to be live in the class virtually. And that was everything that I could have ever imagined to be able to study something so in depth, um, so authentically. So that's why Kerala won because they have <laughs> all the categories there. And that is true. From my, yeah, from my first class, I, I was hooked. And the more I kept studying, the more I wanted to be there. I never imagined to be as far as I am in this learning journey and healing journey. Um, being in the doctorate program, I never pre-planned it, but it kind of keeps growing inside of you as you keep learning. Um, so yeah, so that's that's why. Mm. I remember that the first time I met you at the internship and the mm -hmm. practitioner internship, I asked you if you'll go further with the doctor program. You said, oh, no, we'll see, but it's nice to see you at the class. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I, finishing the uh, practitioner program, I couldn't imagine not continuing to learn. You know, there's, it's like we, we're always taught, it's such a huge ocean. You can infinitely keep learning. Um, and I hope I can continue to do that. I think you're doing pretty good, actually. Just <laughs> check how though, how many books you have in the bag. I'm so adorable every time when I talk to you. And also the questions you brought up at the class is always very amazing. Yeah, um, yeah that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. But how did you feel back then when you were studying the, um, the counselor program? Yes. Do you think the content actually fit what you expected in the beginning when you sign up for the program? Or you think it is a little bit too loose or too simple? No, I, it was more than I expected. Um, I felt that it was structured in such a way that it made it easy to understand, yet there was enough detail there that it wasn't shallow. It wasn't watered down. It, 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 it uncovered layers of knowledge and layers of things to understand um, and sparked like um, um, a desire to actually understand even further and go even more in depth. I feel like the way they structured the modules is very progressive. So gaining basic knowledge and then building upon that and building upon that. There's a lot to digest. And so even with the um, structure that they've developed, there's still so much to um, absorb. And there's a, a repetition that they use in their way of teaching, which is very 
uh, in tune and in line with the Vedic way of learning. It's not linear, but it's kind of a whole brain learning that they keep coming back to similar concepts, which helps to reinforce. And if you don't understand it in module one, it'll come back later on in another module. And that consistency helps you to digest and process the information more. And then they just keep building and building and building and building. So I really feel like the way the first um, counselor program is set up, it gives you very strong base and very strong roots to build upon as you go to the more advanced levels. I, and I still go back to those basic classes and refer back to those manuals, all these manuals here, because yeah. they've done such a great job at giving references from the classical text and just dividing all the uh, information in such a way that makes it um, easier to learn but it's not easy material. All of the material is there. All the, you know, very important concepts are there. Yeah, I think what I like is that the material wise is because before I joined Kelala Ayurveda, I've already took a training in some other schools. So to me, it is more like a refresh, at least a counselor program. And what mm. I like is that the material is a lot, but they never ask us to memorize them. It is more like they help us to understand so that once you understand they become part of you, then it's easy to use them. That's what I really, that's what make me believe to follow them is a good idea. Yes, yes. Yeah. I find myself not studying uh, in the normal way that I would study. When I, when I finished my dance career, I went back to school and got a degree in psychology. So when I was in the university, that's very often where learned to learn linearly. This is the information, memorize it, take the test, go on. This is a different way of learning. Mm -hmm. So, and, and like you said, understanding concepts and then applying them in various different areas. So it just, it just, you absorb the information and it becomes a part of you. And I found it very helpful to, they give you a lot of options and opportunities to make what you're learning applicable. For example, if you join the fall rejuvenation or spring rejuvenation, it really, you experience what you're learning in the Panchakarma modules and just uh, so many different opportunities like that are given besides the core classes that makes, makes you make the connections with the information in practical life. Mm -hmm. So yeah. what's like, um, as I was learning, I was understanding and growing. I was also on my own healing journey. And then when we were asked to, um, you know, work with people that we knew for assignments, then it became practical as, as a counselor or as a practitioner. So it was like the whole thing just was connecting. Uh, which was a really interesting way to be learning. And now I don't want to not learn like that. So, yeah. And as I remember that after you finished your counselor program, you went directly to the practitioner program, right? Or there yeah. were some, I see. No, you... I, I went directly. I mm -hmm. finished the counselor program in September and then October I started. In the fall of uh, 2019, I started the uh, AWP. I, I, there was no way that I was going to stop at that point. I was just like, 
wait a minute, but there's so much more to learn. And this is not enough information for me. So personally, I decided to go right away and I'm working full time. I didn't think it would be possible to do the both, um, but it's possible. Yeah, the way it's structured makes it very, very uh, easy because we're able to go back. What we miss live in, in a class, we can go back, look at a recording. They're so generous to offer those recordings for life. We have access to that for life. So there's not that stress of, oh my gosh, I'm missing the class. I'm missing information, catching up. That, that's like much, much less. Mm, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I know that you are planning to have your own brain, Ayurvedic brain, to over some Ayurvedic service. But I also remember you once mentioned you are already helping some, some dancers or like some of your co-worker with Ayurveda, right? How did you do yes. that? Uh, during the pandemic, um, it was timing-wise coinciding with our assignment to do a community lecture. And I thought, gee, how am I going to get this assignment done now that we're locked up and in quarantine with the pandemic? And I thought it would be a really amazing thing to share with my coworkers. So I designed an online um, workshop, a three-part series, where the first part I introduced, it was an introduction to Ayurveda. I gave some history, I gave the basic foundational principles, just to give them an understanding of uh, what, it, what this life science is, because many people don't know what Ayurveda is. So I started there, and then I did a practical, second workshop was a two-hour practical where I taught that I wanted to give my community of people that I work with some tools for self-care during the pandemic. And I knew that a lot of the dancers that are usually, they have a very fixed routine every day of training and being in rehearsal and, and preparing for their next performances, all of that was cut. And they were stuck in their houses with no space and no ability to actually keep their bodies training. So I, wa I wanted to give them some of the tools that I learned in my first year uh, practice and second year practice. So I did this second class was a pranayama uh, workshop. And the third was a practical uh, workshop on uh, dinacharya or dhrituchariya, food, uh, food combining or incompatible food combinations and just self-care uh, basic self-care uh, guidelines that we learn in Ayurveda that we teach as practitioners in Ayurveda. And from that, I got uh, many, many people, many people signed up, which was surprising. I had about 45 people sign up wow. from the company. And I had about 15 volunteers after those workshops ended of various different people from the organization, not just dancers, musicians, some administrative staff, all interested in trying out what an actual personal one-on-one -on -one consultation would be like. So I got all of my rogies I needed for my assignments. They all came and those Great. are clients I'm still working with. They followed through, they're doing the, the protocols and following the guidelines. Most of them, almost all of them, have positive, very positive results. So I'm really excited because I didn't, first of all, you 
you're timid to approach people that you work with and you know you don't know how they're going to react but there was an overwhelming um like desire to understand how to take care of themselves naturally so i just i just dove in and um and now some of those people are referring family members and referring other dancers so it's I'm really excited because it open for dancers, it opens up a whole world of um, a way of taking care of themselves that includes everything, not just the body, which dancers tend to focus on more than, but there's this whole aspect that um, dancers usually don't take care of, which is the emotional and psychological and spiritual side. Many of them in this, generation are very open to doing that work they just don't have the guidelines they just don't know how to do it and how to put it all together and i've been able to help them with that so i'm really excited because there's a lot you can do with athletes you can help prevent injuries you can help with um uh, physical mental and spiritual stress you can help with um uh, performance anxiety. A lot of them have performing anxiety. A lot of them were showing signs of menstrual disorder because of the enormous amount of physical uh, stress put on the body. So um, yeah, and then just what was happening with the pandemic was adding on top of what normally they go through. So this was really like a, a blessing for them and a blessing for me because each uh, person that I work with, I kept learning more and more and more. So I'm yeah. excited, hopefully I can continue to uh, give the information out to this population of people. That's really a very nice start, I'll say, because it's like, you know them and then you also know what kind of challenge they usually have. And then you know how, how to help them. And at the same time, you have the tool. I think that's the best. Yeah. And then there are so many ballet dancers, not just ballet dancers, I think like also stage performers. Yes. And also dancers, not just in the ballet field, just in general, and also in the cinema and also in the musician field, they are kind of facing similar things, I will say. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And athletes also, gymnasts, runners, mm -hmm. um, people that do physical training. Um, it's, it's Ayurveda is so complete that, um, you know, it's beneficial for all of those feels and much more. I had a whole group of people that through friends and family that got interested that have nothing to do with their bodies. They don't use their bodies at all. Even family members, my own family members um, have tried it. They're, they were just curious and they're also really um, having a lot of benefit from it. It's, but it's, it's a whole journey. It's their learning so, from the beginning you know, how to think about how to eat and how to sleep and, and how, what, how their activities in one given day affect their health. And so they become students as you're giving the information. It's a kind of a passing on, which is how Ayurveda was originally taught anyway, from guru to, to, to student. Mm -hmm. And so as a practitioner, I feel like we're kind of continuing what our lineage of practitioners, how they always taught, you know, from generation to generation, person to person. It's a very personalized, intimate relationship you develop with the people that you're working with. 
And yeah. I think it has something to do with uh, why it's so powerful mm -hmm. and how it can be used so strongly to heal because there is that human contact. There is that personalized care, which is kind of missing in allopathic medicine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's really nice that I also have a feeling that most of the time I'm studying, I'm learning a lot of things from my rogi as well, because different rogi has different situation, background and lifestyle. Yeah. And when we are doing the consultation, it is not about give them a long list about this is what you have to eat, this is how you should change your life. But we kind of look into their current life and look into their current diet and then help them to adjust and fine tune everything so that it become part of their knowledge and then they can use and play with that. And it's something I really like. Yeah, I found uh, working with um, the different different kinds of rogies, um, they, they actually tell you um, or give you keys and cues of uh, what they're capable and where they are at in their journey, what they're able to do in their journey. And really important to keep in mind that uh, the whole goal is to help them come back into balance in whatever that may be. If it's only one little change or difference that they can do daily, be, being consistent with it, that's already a big start and that's already a, a big help. But the bringing people back to balance is the goal. Um, and you can't go wrong with that. And you can't yeah. go wrong with that, approaching it in a natural way. That's why I love Ayurveda so much. And I think that it resonates quite a lot with what's going on in the world today. Yeah. We really are, we've gone so far away from connecting with nature and our roots with nature. Everything is there in nature to heal us. Um, and we're so detached with the computer and with the modern way of living. Um, I think there's has to be a need to go back to what we're all a part of and incorporate that again somehow in our lives. If we don't, I don't see how we're going to be able to continue on. I don't think how we live in modern world is sustainable. I think mm -hmm. those changes have to happen. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And thank you very much for your time today. The last question I have is that for anyone who like to start their career in Ayurveda mm -hmm. or for anyone who like to study Ayurveda, what will be your tips or suggestions? No, because I'm here facing a lot of people. They're asking me in Norway and also in Taiwan that, okay, they are thinking about to start with that, but it looked like a very complicated system. And then they are thinking about finding a school, but it seems very uh, budget-wise and time-wise, it's a very huge investment. And oh. then so they are not so sure how they can do and what they can do afterwards. So as someone who is already halfway of the journey, I wonder what do you think? Yes. Um... If the desire to learn Ayurveda is sparked in a person, listen to that intuition because it's, it's moving inside you for a reason. So that's being true to yourself. That's the first thing I would say. Second thing is don't put, um, somehow we put these restrictions on ourselves um, 
that block us from being able to move forward in something that we want to do. I, I was doing that for years. That's why it took me so long to actually commit to studying. I kept saying, I'm never gonna, I might have a very busy schedule with ABT and traveling constantly and long days of work. I never thought it would be possible to do. I never thought I'd have the finances to do it. But when I took that first step and I got submersed into the learning, somehow the doors opened up to figure out how to actually do all of it. Um, the, I would say look for teachers or a program that resonate with you. Look for teachers and a program that um, teach Ayurveda in an authentic way, not a watered down way, because the true benefit of the science you will learn and be able to use if you learn it in an authentic way. And don't be afraid. There, there's always ways to work through the um, um, requirements. If you need to take a little bit more time, a school like Kerala Ayurveda, it considers you family and they'll work with you. They'll work with your time schedule. They'll work with you financially, what your financial capabilities are. There's, when there's a will, there's a way. And a school like Kerala Ayurveda treats their um, current students and alumni students like a family. So if you have an obstacle in one area, they'll find a way to help you work through it. The information I've learned um, is invaluable for myself, for my family, for the people I'm helping, for the people I hope to help in the future. And that can never be a waste of time or a loss. So it's, I would do it all over again from the beginning. If I had to, if I was a different person, I would do it all over again. So I encourage you, if you're interested to at least do the first level to get the knowledge, to apply it to your own life. That's one more person that is on a, path, a healing path. And then um, there's many, many ways of using this information. If you, if you know, yes, it's not a licensed um, healthcare uh, profession as of today in the United States, but there are 12 states that have the Health Freedom Act that make it more easy for practitioners to work. And if you live in a state that don't, does not have that law like I do and some of my other colleagues do, there are ways of being able to um, disseminate the information as educational information. And so I, I think it's completely valuable to have the knowledge to say, set forth on this journey on the path, um, because the more people that are learning it authentically, the more we can keep the science alive. And there are many diligent people in many organizations that are pushing and working very diligently to get Ayurveda license. Just like acupuncture was 20 years ago, Ayurveda is in that same place. And we get closer and closer every year. And I have a very big faith that that will come through one day and we will be able to be recognized as healthcare, you know, legitimate healthcare professionals. And um, what I do know is that it's life transformative. 
Um, I've had the experience with my brother who had a terminal illness and um, my own personal experiences with Ayurveda. So is it worth it? it? For me, yes, definitely. And there's many, many ways to figure out how to incorporate it into a profession or a career, especially if you have an, a, a licensed established career like massage therapist or nurse or nurse's aide, or there's so many um, types of professions where Ayurveda would enhance what you do already. Um, and if this is something you're thinking about as a career on its own, like I'm doing, it's a completely different uh, path than what my career is on. There are creative ways to be able to do it as we're waiting to become licensed. Mm -hmm. Cool. So thank you very much for your time, Nancy. And thanks for your information. That is really, really nice to hear and a very lovely story as well. Yeah. Thank so um, um, I'll wrap it up for today. Okay. And then I think we'll meet each other on Saturday for our study. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Thank you yeah. for having me, July. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you very much, Nancy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah.